So I've been thinking a lot recently about simplicity. Now, particularly with regards to preventing overwhelm. And it had me wondering about this. What are the simplest possible things that you could do if you wanted your practice to grow? So in this episode, I'm gonna share the two things and the only two things that I think that you should be focusing on in 2020 if you're wanting your practice to grow. Welcome to the Marketing Your Practice podcast. I'm Angus Pike. So yes, I think there's only two things and if you focus on these two things, your practice can't help but grow. Thing number one, wanna know what it is? Thing number one is this, be better at what you're doing. Now this is often not what we wanna be told because we're looking for the latest advertising hack, a Facebook strategy, an Instagram strategy, a video to make or a website change that's gonna flood our practice with new patients. But if we're not already great at what we do, if we're not offering wonderful service, if we don't get great results with our patient, then bringing a whole bunch more patients into your practice is just gonna expose the cracks even more. Now this concept of am I good enough, do I need to get better is tricky because my experience of you guys as health practitioners were often our uh, toughest uh, judges as well. But I've got some questions I wanna ask you that might help you think about, do I need to get better at what I'm doing? <clears throat> the first question is this, are you happy with the service that you provide? Like, would you be happy being a patient of your own? If, uh, let's just say you love looking after people with headaches or immune problems or, or whatever it is, if you had that problem and you're coming to see you, would you be excited to see you? Now, I know for me, it's not a level of arrogance, it's a level of confidence. I'm, I'm really happy with the adjustments that I deliver. I often wish I could adjust myself. And again, not from arrogance, I've been in practice for 20 years and I've worked really hard at it. And if you don't feel that way, if you don't have that level of confidence, then that comes through. You know, that's a magnifier that's being kind of echoed out into your community in a moment. We'll talk about some strategies about how we go about fixing that up. You know, what's your level of excitement when you see a new patient in your book? How confident are you that you can help people? Now, when there's a new patient on there, is there a level of enthusiasm, excitement? We'll talk more about that in a moment. Of here's another life I can change. Or is there nervousness and anxiousness? Again, that's another thing that, that echoes out to your community if you feel that way. What are your general levels of excitement and enthusiasm for practice? When you wake on a Monday or a Tuesday morning, how excited are you to go in there and change lives? I can honestly say that the vast majority of mornings that I wake on a Tuesday morning, that's the morning I first go into practice, I'm really excited to see the people. I'm looking forward to who's gonna be in today, I'm looking forward to helping with them, I'm looking forward to connecting them. Now it's not always that way, there are definitely mornings when I wake up and I'm a bit cranky and tired and I wish I had a snooze button I can hit, but the vast majority of days I wake excited or a level of enthusiasm. <clears throat> Again, if that's not you, that echoes out into your community also. When was the last time that you did some continuing education that actually helped you be a better practitioner? I know for me and for many of us that have mandatory levels of continuing education, there are times that I've let that go until just the moment before I have to re-register, which means I just do any continuing education I possibly can to get my hours up. What I'm asking is when was the last time that you actually chose a course that would help you be a better practitioner? Now along those lines, when was the last time you read a book or listened to a podcast? Now, as much as I'm deeply grateful that you're listening to the Marketing Your Practice podcast, the focus of this podcast is not to make you a better practitioner, it's to have you be a better communicator, a better marketer. But when's the last time you listened to something or read something that actually helped your hands on with your patients? 
When was the last time that you made some changes to your practice? Uh, new furniture, new paint, new equipment, new posters. These are things that can help with you being great also. And then final question I want you to kind of ask yourself is this, when was the last time you had a holiday? Now, if you answered no to a lot of those questions, then the best area or the fastest avenue for growth for you in 2020 is just about getting better. That would be the absolute spot that I would start is make that first quarter, maybe even the first half of the year, your focus is singly on this, is you being a better practitioner. Now, some ways that you might wanna go about that is, is there a practitioner you know in your area, in your state, or maybe even your country, perhaps you have to fly into state, who's getting the kind of results that you wish that you could get? And could you get on the phone and could you ask to go and observe them? Do they run seminars that you could go to? Could you, even if you couldn't go and see them in person, you know, could you ask them a bunch of questions? Would they be willing to coach you or mentor you, either paid or unpaid? When we hang around people that are getting the results that we want to get, it's going to make it that much easier for you to learn from them. You know, we become like the people that we're hanging around. So if you're spending time with a whole bunch of friends and practitioners that are really struggling in practice, that rubs off. Practice looks like it's hard. But when you start to hang out with practitioners who are finding practice easy, who are getting great results, who have an abundance of people starting to come into them, then it's amazing how much that will rub off. I want you to plan your continuing education for 2020, that instead of taking just what's available, that you actually start to study things that'll make you a better practitioner in the areas that you're interested in. I want you to head over to Amazon or somewhere similar, and I want you to buy five books on a topic that you're interested in. If you're passionate about pregnancy care, then buy the, buy the five best-selling books and read them, of course, but not, not just read them, but read them pen and paper, study them, like the expert that you want your community to see, like that expert actually would. Like, I mean, really read these, take notes on them, because this can be the foundation of some of the stuff that we're gonna talk about in thing number two. But we need to go deep. Books and podcasts. When was the last time you had a holiday? For many of you, you haven't had a decent break, and by a decent break, I think three weeks. Once every year at least, we need to be having a three-week block of time off. My experience is the first week I'm winding down, the second week I'm actually relaxing, and the third week I'm starting to think about going back into work again. So those three weeks is what it takes uh, for me and my experience in talking to many of my friends for them actually to regenerate and reboot. So 2020 is time for you to take a break like that also. And then also, if you haven't made any changes to your practice in the last couple of years, you know, something as simple as a $200 tin of paint, that's an expensive tin of paint also. You know, repaint one of the rooms in your practice, buy a new poster, buy a new uh, piece of furniture. We recently just changed a couple of pieces of furniture in the practice, spent less than 200 bucks and it's changed the whole energy in our practice. These are all things that you could do in 2020 to help you be better. And as I mentioned beforehand, rather than us focusing on bringing new patients in, just you being better, that'll start to echo out a different message into your community. Now, when we're talking about thing number two, after we've got that nailed, thing number two is that for each and every week of 2020, I want you reaching out to your community and sharing content that will build massive amounts of goodwill. So what kind of content builds goodwill? Now, it could be a podcast like I'm sharing now. It could be a video. It could be a blog post. The actual medium that you share it through is not important, although I think video is by far the fastest and easiest way for you to build that goodwill. It builds trust and authority. It's able to convey expertise faster than anything else. But there needs to be a goal with that piece of content. And the goal needs to be this, 
that each piece of content that you're sharing each week is helping your audience get one step closer to a health outcome that's important to them. When you get your audience one step closer to them being headache free, their immune system being better, uh, naturally being able to conceive, their teeth being whiter and straighter, you name it, whatever their health goal is, when you do that, the amount of goodwill that you build will be extraordinary. And if you want to get advanced with that strategy, when you share that piece of content, whether it be on Instagram and or Facebook, they're the two big ones that you should be focusing on. Boost it out. Spend a dollar a day, reach an extra thousand, two thousand of people. And when each and every week you're sharing content with a single focus of helping people in your community get a step closer to their health outcome, when they end up coming into your practice, because they will when you start to do that, it's magical the way that it happens. When they end up coming into your practice and they see the enthusiasm, excitement because you're working on getting better, then your practice can't help but grow. So if I wanted to grow my practice in 2020, the two things and the only two things that I would be focusing on is one, is I'd focus on getting better at what I do. And thing number two, each and every week, I'd be reaching out to my community, sharing content with a single focus of helping them get one step closer to a health outcome that was important for those. Implement those two strategies and your practice can't help but grow. Until next time, gang, thanks for all that you do. Keep saving lives. See you next week. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out the Community Influencer Program. It's my monthly coaching program where we take all this material and I'll work one-on-one with you to apply, implement, systematize, and help guide you and your practice to the next level. Now, you can join me on over at adiomedia.com forward slash join. That's adiomedia.com forward slash join. I'd love to see you in there.